They want you to say grace. The blessing. Take out the papers and the trash. Or you don't get no spending cash. If you don't scrap that kitchen floor, you ain't gonna rock and roll no more. Yakety yak. Don't talk back. Grace, she passed away 30 years ago. Da 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 da. Welcome to the Late Night Fright right here on WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. I am Dan and with me as always is my very Crypt Keeper co-host Faith. Say hi Faith. Hi Faith. Well Faith, we're back at it with a TV show. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about today? We are talking about Tales from the Crypt. That's right. The season two, episode two uh, episode called The Switch. This was directed by a no-name, no-talent person named Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hmm. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Mm-hmm. Never heard of him. <laughs> so we should uh, we should say why we're doing this outside of the fact that we've been meaning to get to Tales from the Crypt, and uh, we both absolutely adore this show. Uh, we were, not we, but uh, there was a bit of sad news recently. Uh, actress Kelly Preston, uh, John Travolta's wife, passed away. It uh, Kind of a shock because no one knew she had been sick. Right. Um, she had apparently been dealing with breast cancer for two years mm-hmm. and uh, finally passed away. So it was, you know, with famous people, sometimes you get a little warning on it and it was just, you woke up one day and you had the news that Kelly Preston uh, was no longer with us. Um, I, I enjoyed her work for the most part. She, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I liked her. She seemed like she was a pretty neat lady, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, but it was just a shock, you know? And, know. and, uh, so we thought it would be fun because I remembered that she was in this episode of Tales from the Crypt uh, that we both really, really like. And uh, we thought it'd be a good opportunity to talk about her. Mm-hmm. And you heard her in the little introduction there <laughs> with, uh, I got to thinking, what is her most famous screen line? And I think it's that little bit from Jerry Maguire. I really do. Um, <laughs> I think so, too. She's really great in that movie if you've never seen it. And uh like I said, she was she was she was all right, and um, so let's let's get into it. The switch, directed by Arnold Schwarzenegger. This is from Tales from the Crypt. Now, Tales from the Crypt was they were comic books in the fifties. There was a whole line of EC comics. There was the Vault of Horror, the Vault of Terror, and Tales from the Crypt. And uh, those comic books uh, got to be so popular that uh, some parents raised a ruckus and they said <laughs> that you couldn't do the supernatural stuff anymore. And that led to a kind of a dry spell. And then in the 70s, they finally were able to start doing supernatural stuff again. And that's where Ghost Rider and, uh, and things of that nature come from. They were able to do. Uh, but these things were so popular and so macabre. They th- <laughs> parents thought they were rotting their kids' brains. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> sounds very, very familiar. But the show was the, uh, was the brainchild of Richard Donner who directed The Omen and Superman. We did an episode on Superman. Robert Zemeckis, who has directed Back to the Future and What Lies Beneath. That's another uh, movie that we've talked about. Uh, Walter Hill, who is a director of 48 Hours. Uh, this was 
all of them kind of coming together and uh, and putting this thing out. They all shared a love of this, and it was an anthology series. Uh, you never knew who was going to be in it. Uh, you get people like Arnold Schwarzenegger behind the camera, which mm-hmm. which is really kind of neat. Uh, Did he kind of? Is there a story here? Did he want to do this? So they pulled him in, or? You know, I was looking for that. I couldn't find it. Now, the other producer on the series is Joel Silver, who produced Predator. It's another Mm -hmm. film that we've talked about here on the show before. Uh, So Arnold had a working relationship with Joel Silver. So it may very well have been something that he wanted to do because he did direct around this time. There was a cable movie uh, called Christmas in Connecticut. That was a remake of a classic film that he did for uh, TBS or TNT. Uh, forget which network it was on. So directing was apparently something he was interested okay. in. And, you know, this is 30 years ago now. Uh, there was nothing bigger in the world than Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? literally or figuratively. <laughs> so, uh, so this was a big deal that he did this. And that should tell you the, the caliber of talent that they were attracting to this right. series. I mean, it wasn't people off of the street. They were auditioning. Exactly. Like they were, they were some big names that were, coming to do this show. Kirk Douglas did the show. Uh, a lot of people uh, showed up on this on this series. A lot of great talent behind the camera, too. So I think it's just really neat that he did this. I think so, too. I think it's really neat. <laughs> this episode premiered on the 21st of April, 1990. Uh, little trivia note, as I said, there were a series of comic books, The Vault of Terror, Vault of Horror, Tales from the Crypt. Uh, they were pulling stories from all of those magazines to do these shows. This is actually the first show that featured a story from the comic book Tales from the Crypt. No, cool. So, so right. kind of a kind of an interesting little thing there. And uh, we should also add there is a cast member. Uh, well, we're gonna we're gonna mention this cast, but there is a regular cast member, John Kassir, as the Crypt Keeper. And uh, Kevin Yeager was responsible for the creation of the Crypt Keeper, and he was also responsible for the creation of the Chucky doll. And in the first season. Uh, they share eyes, like the mm-hmm. Crypt Keeper has Chucky's eyes. And Kevin Yeager would also marry Catherine Hicks, who was in Child's Play. And again, shameless plug, that is a show, that is a movie that we have done on our little show. How so dare you? Check all those out. Uh, brief synopsis here. A wealthy and elderly man subjects himself to a revolutionary new treatment in order to please his gold digger girlfriend. Unfortunately... Becoming Young Again turns out to be very expensive. The cast here is pretty excellent. We have Academy Award nominee William Hickey as the old man Carlton. Rick Rosovich, most famous for his role as Slider in Top Gun as Hans. We have Roy Brocksmith as the doctor. And Kelly Preston plays Linda, the object of Carlton's affections. So, Faith, let's get right into it. This is a really fun episode. What did you think of The Switch? I feel like this whole episode from start to finish with everything, with the acting, I don't know, it's it's very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It is a creepy episode, <laughs> really. Because it's it's couched in comedy. Right. And we just released an episode on The People Under the Stairs, mm-hmm. and that's a, that's a Wes Craven film that has a lot of serious undertones to it that is that is couched in in comedy and it's very accessible on the surface this is very funny right it's very funny and and the people in it are very funny it strikes kind of a humorous tone there is real darkness happening (laughs) under (laughs) underneath this um i really like it and i have 
like I remember watching this when it premiered. Like mm-hmm. I remember seeing this 30 years ago and Did it freak you out. I wouldn't say it freaked me out. I just really, I really enjoyed enjoy it, it though. Uh, at the time they were reprinting uh, the EC comics. Somebody had gotten the license to reprint them. So I was buying reprints of like Vault of Terror and Vault of Horror and, cool. and Tales from the Crypt. And uh, I remember actually seeing this, this story. They probably okay. maybe reprinted it for, because they were doing it here. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I'm not sure, but uh, and I don't know which came first. So, but I, I remember seeing the story in comic form and loving it. And I remember loving this too, but there, yeah, there's a real darkness here. <laughs> I think it's really interesting that Arnold directed this because it's all about body image. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I don't know, was that something you were, you I were kind of th- thinking yeah, about? I was thinking that too. Where do you land on that with, with him doing this? I honestly don't know. That's a good question. What do you think? I, I'm not sure, <laughs> I'm not it, sure but it was, either. it was something that I noted, like, here's this guy who's, who's this physical specimen, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe he is saying there's something more, you know, you know, than you, just the, than just the body. Like. Yeah. 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 yeah I, can, um, I can see that. It also, it kind of, kind of lands, you know, it doesn't present a glowing look at, uh, the feminine, <laughs> aspect of our species does no, it, it does not. <laughs> no no uh, the term gold digger i think does apply here yes i would say so it's uh there i i feel for carlton in this episode uh Me too. <laughs> you know uh he could have just been upfront and honest you know and uh he would have had the girl of his dreams right. but would he have really wanted that girl who just wanted him would have wanted him for, for his, his money. money so i don't know i don't know i don't know let's talk about the cast the cast i think here is very good william hickey (laughs) is probably most famous to uh modern audiences for his small role in national lampoon's christmas vacation he was uh in a lot of stuff he was an academy award nominee for his work in a movie called pritzy's honor from 1985 starring jack nicholson and kathleen turner directed by uh john houston angelica's father who uh, also appeared in that movie and she did win an academy award for that so so he he had some credentials, but uh, he <laughs> William Hickey, <laughs> um, you know, I remember when he was kind of hot, uh-huh. you know, and he I was it was always very welcome when William Hickey <laughs> popped up in something, you know, and uh, like I said, he is most famous these days for the uh, for the Christmas vacation oh, yes. role. What do, you, what do you think of William Hickey? <laughs> I honestly haven't seen him in a lot that I can recall obviously think of the national lampoons yeah i mean how can you not but i think he's just so his voice okay so everything about so yeah that's what i wanted to get into his voice is kind of a miracle because his delivery is almost a whine everything kind of comes out as a whine you know and i think you know some there's the there's a school of thought you know, when you get a laugh on something, is it what was said or how, how it was, was it said? said? And he's a guy, you know, sometimes <laughs> it's just how he says something. You know, the clip we have in the intro of him saying the blasting, which, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, But outside of that, I, I think he does a really great job in this of presenting mm-hmm. this guy who's lonely and desperate. Mm-hmm. I think he does a great job. And. And that delivery works for him because he is voicing Rick Rossovich when he has his face, <laughs> which is hysterical in and of itself. This big right. dude, you know, this big buff dude. He's got this tiny. He's got the strange voice. The of tiny an old little man. strange voice of this man, <laughs> yeah. And uh, but that delivery really works and adds, I think, to the comedy 
of this, yeah. you know, and maybe makes you look past the tragic element of this. <laughs> uh, playing Hans, who uh, undergoes a full body transplant with William Hickey's uh, Carlton, is Rick Rosovich. Again, he's most famous for playing Slider in Top Gun, the famous Top and Cruise line, Slider, you stink. My sister quotes that all the time because that is one of her favorite movies. <laughs> Rick Rosovich appeared in The Terminator with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I think this is kind of sweet. Three of the cast members here, and I looked up William Hickey, and, and they hadn't done anything together, but three of the cast members here, uh, Roy Brock Smith, Kelly Preston, and Rick Rosovich, had all appeared on screen with Arnold Schwarzenegger. So I don't think that's a coincidence. Uh, I think he was working with people that he knew and mm-hmm. he was comfortable with, and and uh, I think that's kind of cool. I think so, too. I think it's kind of cool. I Rick so. Rosovich... Um, we don't hear him so much in this, uh, but we do see him quite a bit. And uh, I'll tell you this. One thought I had watching this, rewatching this, looking at him, man, he was kind of a physical specimen. You, mm-hmm. you don't, you know, he, he very buff dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> his comedy comes from his facial expressions for the most part. <laughs> William Hickey's in the voice and Rick Rosovich is, is carrying the cartoonist nature of mm-hmm. it. Uh you could say this is a role where he doesn't have a lot to do. I think he actually does have a lot to mm-hmm. do, and I think he does it very well. What did you think of uh, of Rick Rosovich? I think so, too. I think he had more than you would think he had to do, and I think he did a really good job. He really did. Um, Rick Rick is a, he's a wonderful actor. He's a character actor, and he's popped up in a lot of stuff. And I, I've always been surprised that he wasn't bigger than he was. You know, that, that he yeah, wasn't. Because I'm not too, too familiar with him. Yeah. He, he had a good run there where he was one of the go-to guys. You know, he was in, uh, like I said, Terminator. He was in a movie called Navy Seals, you know, an action movie that uh, left an impact on people my age when it came out. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I've, I've always liked him. And, of course, Top Gun. He's, he's one of everybody's favorites in, in Top Gun. Uh, Kelly Preston, as we mentioned, uh, she, she left us recently, and she plays Linda, the object of... Um, of Carlton's affections. Mm-hmm. She was in twins with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, I think she's really great in this. I think she is great at playing horrible, horrible, <laughs> horrible. And you don't realize how horrible she is until the, the very end. end of it. Yeah. I mean, those were my exact words. She's terrific at being awful. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't think she was like that in real life. Hmm. Uh, I don't think so, yeah, you know, she was married to John Travolta for 29 years, and that's a Hollywood marriage that lasted almost 30 years. So in real people years, that's like 70, 75 years. Right? So no, she she really nailed playing awful. She played awful in Jerry Maguire as well. So that seems to be something that she had in her wheelhouse because right. twins, she wasn't awful in twins. She was very sweet and light in mm-hmm. twins. And uh and funny too. And that's how I feel like she was in, in real life. I didn't know her, obviously, but that's I feel like she kind of radiated that where she seemed like she was nice and light. And <laughs> yeah. And despite what you may or may not think of Scientology, right. you know, uh, no, she seemed at least to be able to put on a good facade, you know, right. no, she seemed like she, no, she, she didn't seem like she was com- like an awful no, person. Not at she, all. And I'll t- I'll say this about her passing away. Um, the day after it was announced, so many people were just bummed out about it, you know, and not that she was their favorite actress. It was just, oh man. Right. You know, Kelly Preston died, you know, know. like, like what a drag, I know. (laughs) you know, I guess with everything going on, 
You know, it was yeah. just it was it was really just a kind of a gut shot. Well, she it, wasn't too old of a person either, and it's just that's the other thing. Yeah. She was what fifty seven years old. Fifty three. Fifty three. Wow, she's fifty three. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that when you read that, it's just like that's just that's just sucks, you know. Yeah. It's gonna suck for the whole family. It's just because they had lost their son, you know, yeah. uh, years back, and it's mm-hmm. it, it really is it really is uh, rough. And and I did I enjoyed her. She was very you know she'd pop up. I was she was always good. She yeah. was. You might not, it might not be the standout performance, but it was solid. She yeah, was good. she never left you, yeah, disappointed in her performance. Yeah, she was really good here, though. Very understated, which is one of, the, I think, the hallmarks of her acting style. Yeah, I mean, I think her delivery of just, like, you're old looking. <laughs> yeah. It's like, man, you're blunt. <laughs> the look on her face, too, uh, and my, fa- <laughs> my favorite scene in this is when uh, when they go for the swim at the beach and you have Rick Rossovich's top half and then you look down and you see William Hickey's <laughs> legs and her reaction to that is just absolutely priceless. I know. <laughs> absolutely priceless. She was good. She was she was really solid. Uh Roy Brocksmith appeared with Arnold in Total Recall and he he's another one. He had that great voice and he plays the doctor who's performing these uh miracle transplants. Uh <laughs> he steals this thing yes, from he me. Does. As he did most things that he was in, he you remember him because you remember that that kind of rotund looking. He 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 almost kind of looks like the penguin from from yes. the Batman uh, comics. You know, he, he should have played the penguin uh, and that voice of his. And uh, this guy just seemed like he was having a ball doing this. I know it it really did. <laughs> uh, my favorite little moment with Brock Smith's character, and they don't overplay it, and they kind of give you an idea of the humor in this if it's been a while since you've seen it or haven't seen it. Let's see if it's the same with that. I'm oh, it is. It is. It's, uh, and I thought it when I saw it. <laughs> he's he's uh, cutting into a sausage. <laughs> he's cutting up a sausage. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, man, that sausage just kind of looks like a dick, you know? <laughs> and then the conversation that they're having is about, the dick transplant <laughs> right after that so yeah you don't need just two legs you need one more yeah you need one <laughs> there's more there's an extra one you need and i love the dialogue the dialogue there is kind of subtle and sublime they don't come right out and say it you know so there's a little you know artistry to it but uh, no he's 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 very very funny what did you think of the whole vibe of this because um this to me reminds me of the best episodes of the twilight zone there's always a little hint of irony mm-hmm. in the Twilight yes. Zone. You know, there's a little lesson learned in the Twilight mm-hmm. Zone. Tales from the Crypt, there's not always the lesson learned. You know, there might right. be a twist. There may not be a twist. It might just be absolutely horrific. It might be funny, you know. Right. Um, this, you get a little moral there at the end. You get that little Twilight Zone-esque thing. Uh, what you, would you think of that aspect of this? Because you and I are both very big fans of the Twilight Zone. Yeah, I, I can get that. And I mean... You can kind of see the takeaway of like, you know, money can buy you, <laughs> you know, stuff you want, but it's not always going to get you what you want. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I liked that because I, I feel like it told the story really well. Yeah. And that is a truism to me. Money's not always going to get you what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, can be a cruel, hard, cold world that we live in, but sometimes honesty is indeed the best <laughs> the policy. The best policy, yes. Because William Hickey could have been making it with Kelly Preston if he'd just been honest about the fact that he was Daddy Warbucks. He, he and and he and uh, the Butler could have 
could have had the female there in the house with them. I, I, I really love this episode. It brings back a lot of good memories for me uh, yeah. uh, of that heyday for this. And uh, we should mention Tales from the Crypt was one of HBO's first original series. Mm-hmm. So we are going to be doing more Tales from the Crypt. We have actually some Tales from the Crypt episodes that we have not released. We need to do. We were doing them in order and. And we kind of fell off with it, but we need to get back on that and do that. Uh, this I love the show, and uh, they were really getting in a high gear around mm-hmm. this time with it. So, yeah. yeah, we definitely need to do more because I, I really like this show. I, it just it's so fun to watch. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Um, and uh, Arnold even makes an appearance in it in the very beginning in the little bumper with the with the crypt keeper. Yeah, he, can we talk about how cool should. the intros are? Yes, absolutely. Let's do it. <laughs> I love them. I mean, what do you what do you like about it? Uh, I like how bad the jokes are. I love <laughs> the look of the Crypt Keeper. I love that the tone of this show is right, right there, there in the bumper. Yep. It's it's going to be bad. It's you know, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be a little ghoulish, but you're gonna have fun watching it. And this to, this show to me is the equivalent of we've talked about this on the show before. This is the equivalent of being. 10, 11, 12 years old, kind of that tween mm-hmm. era, and you discover Edgar Allan Poe, and you discover <laughs> scary stories to tell in the dark, yes. and, you, and you discover the macabre for the first time, the darkness, you know, mm-hmm. and you stop loving whatever comic hero you'd loved until that point, and then you really get into Batman, <laughs> you know, because you're so dark and tragic and emo. Yes. I'm Batman, you know. Um, but this show, to me, is that. Yeah. Am I wrong on no, that? No, I don't think you are at all. Yeah, I, I, but that that to me is what this show is, and um, it's really harmless fun. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing too. This show is fun. It's fun it really to watch Tales from the Crypt, and then the anthology aspect of it. You never know who's going to show up. Mm-hmm. You never again. You don't know who's going to be directing it. You know, uh, you get people like Kelly Preston in a supporting role. Mm-hmm. You know, a little supporting role. Again, Kirk Douglas showed up on this show, and Kirk <laughs> Douglas was. 78 years old when he showed up on this show. Uh, no, it's 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 really, really wonderful. And again, look at the behind-the-scenes talent we just mentioned. We have uh, Donner, Joel Silver, Robert Zemeckis, and Walter Hill all all together doing this. And we have a theme by Danny Elfman. Yeah. It, it just it doesn't get Yeah, better. I mean, those aren't, those aren't small names. So. No. And John Kassir is the uh, Crypt Keeper is just perfect. It's, it's that laugh, yeah. the attitude, the voice. And, <laughs> and the, uh, the puppeteering is, is wonderful. This yeah. is great across the board. Yeah, it's very well done. It's just, yeah, it, it is. It's a lot of fun. That's the first thing that pops in my head. When I think of this show, it's just so much fun. fun. <laughs> I had a uh, 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 back... Back last year, I had a week off, and I think I knocked out three seasons. I, there was one day where I just sat in the chair with my dog, and we watched. We were all alone, and we watched Tales from the Crypt from, I want to say, like 8 o'clock in the morning until like 8 at night. We just... Nothing wrong with that. We just went right through. She laid on me and slept, yeah. She'd pop her head up when he laughed every now and then when you hear the Crypt Keeper laugh, so... The switch. This, this to me is just like I said. This is indicative of what this show could be and and was. Yeah. You know, uh, you know Arnold Schwarzenegger shows up to direct. <laughs> right. Wonderful. It's wonderful. <laughs> Do you have anything? Uh, anything else you would like to add? I think about, that's uh, the switch. I think that's it. What about you? That's it. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Kelly Preston. Yes. Rest in peace. That was like I said. It was just so strange. Yeah. You know, you just you got, I got a text. Just. To- 
Didn't Avenue. know her. Doesn't matter. You know, it's just like, <laughs> that was a bummer. You know? Yeah. My sister made a good point. Uh, we just didn't have time. You know, we hadn't, no one knew she was sick. Mm-hmm. So, so it was just kind of a, yeah, kind of a kick, even though, like I said, she wasn't the biggest movie star in the world, but I was like, wow. Yeah, it still hits you. I mean, it hits you. Yeah. It hits you yeah. a little bit. So, well, that is it for this episode. Uh, be sure to check out our People Under the Stairs episode that is uh, out now and uh, get ready for our next episode of The Late Night Fright Proper. We are going to be talking about a film from 1966. <laughs> so get ready for it. The Ghost and Mr. Chicken. I'm starring so Don ready. Knotts, Ralph Furley, <laughs> Barney Fife. I cannot wait. I can't wait either. <laughs> All right. Well, until then, I am Dan. And I am Faith. And we will see you on the other side. <laughs> you know, Faith. TV has been a big part of this show from the very beginning. What are some of the classic sci-fi and horror shows that we've talked about on this series? We've talked about things like American Horror Story, uh, The Twilight Zone, Star Trek, and The X-Files. The truth is out there, isn't it? Yes. And all of those episodes are available wherever podcasts can be found.